Beneath the surface of the Deserin River, near the banks of the city Yartar, a riverboat is closely guarded by the evil and shark-like Sahuagin. Clever to avoid detection by fishing crew and curious townsfolk alike, they maintain a vigilant watch through the afternoon. Before long, they see it. Gliding along the bottom of the river like a manta ray, a submergible approaches, its black wooden hull masking it among the smooth stones of the riverbed. The Sahuagin bow and begin guiding the strange vehicle up to the bottom of the riverboat. So, it's been a few days since the team got back from the Arcane Brotherhood hideout in Luskin. Armed with new knowledge of different organizations intending to receive these ironstones, the team has decided to strike out against the most nearby group, uh, a local evil organization known as the Kraken Society. To that end, they've traveled to Yartar, kind of like a a city inland on a river that's sort of like the their seat of power, at least this far inland on the coast. You know that the stone is being delivered here to someone named Lord Orville, uh, who your intel has told you is a local human noble who lives in Yartar, and he owns a casino built inside of a grand riverboat called the Gilded Seahorse. Now, Lord Orville is kind of a secretive man. He doesn't go out very often. But you do know that he'll be on the casino tonight in order to accept this delivery from a water genasi courier named Gate. G-I-A-T. I guess it's Gyat. What do you guys like better? <laughs> Gate or Gyat? Gyat. Gyat? Gyat. All right, yeah, because Gate is like a fancy walk, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I like Gat. <laughs> so it's, so it's Gat. is fun to scream. He's here on the boat tonight to accept a delivery from Water Genasi Gat, <laughs> who is arriving on foot and is supposed to meet him at the casino tonight. It is kind of like early sunset. About the time for the casino to open its doors to a round of high society patrons who pay an entrance fee to board the ship at the dock in Yartar, from which a crew of strongmen will row the boat down the river for a nice scenic river cruise while the guests of the gilded seahorse gamble through the night until the boat finally returns to port and lets everyone off. All the richer or poorer. For their night's efforts. What are you guys doing tonight? We're going to dress up in our finest Sunday best. And we're going to go on that ship and pretend to be very rich and prestigious, I guess. So, tell me about them. What are you guys looking like tonight? Uh, Jenny is so ready for this uh <laughs> busting out my old uh some some stuff is repurposed from my prom outfit nice um, it's a very nice it's like seafoam green like uh like a gown style bottom that like at the edges of it turn into foam like a seafoam hell yeah um oh, wow. with a 
what at first glance looks like borderline looking like it could be armor, but this like uh top blazer uh like tux jacket that is actually a fish scale sequins. I love it. Um, that nice. are iridescent. I love wow, it. That sounds gorgeous, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's dressed to the nines. How about you, Hawaii? Oh, I am wearing a nice three-piece suit. Um, nice. That is not black, but slightly dark blue, because black does not fit with my palette. It's a midnight blue tux. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, and yeah, just uh, something like that. I have like a, a cummerbund that is like the same color, but like just slightly like gold specks. Nice. Very yep. trim. Very nice. Thank you. And how about you, Belle? What are you dressed like tonight? Well, Belle knows how high fashion in the underdark works. Sure. And he understands that it's not quite the same on the surface because people don't like nudity <laughs> too much. Oh. Fair. Okay, where is this going? <laughs> so he's trying for a nice pair of black slacks, mm-hmm. a nice dinner jacket. Sure. And then the the shirt underneath the dinner jacket is sheer. So you yeah. can still kind of see his chest. <laughs> but, you know, it's buttoned up, so it's not like full chest action. Yeah. But he's like, this is how high society dress in the underdark is like it's nice and it's fancy but you still like see some body there's a lot of skin a lot of skin okay so that's what he assumes people are going to be wearing because he's like oh yeah high society like you wear a nice dress or a nice suit or whatever you want to do but you still have to show off at least a good chunk of skin i believe it oh and he's got a big cravat too oh hell yeah of course good Completes the set. So the Harpers have bankrolled a little bit of money for you. They've been able to cover your entrance fee to board the Gilded Seahorse tonight. And they've given you a 20 gold piece allowance each beyond the entrance fee to be able to kind of play games throughout the night and ingratiate yourself with the clientele of the Gilded Seahorse. The sun is about to start setting. The sky is kind of like this nice golden orange color, and you guys are just outside the city gates of Yartar on the dock, preparing to board the Gilded Seahorse. It's a riverboat, maybe 150, 200 feet long. Not colossal, but it's very ornately gilded. It seems like it's got like three decks in total, and you can see some of the oarsmen boarding ahead of time, getting ready. A lot of uh, finely dressed folks are here on the docks with you waiting to board. What are you guys doing? We're boarding. Saying, uh, like, ah, you know what I love to do? I love to gamble. I feel like I'll profit a lot tonight, but if I don't, I'm happy to spend money and have a good time with my other very fancy colleagues. (laughs) I'm screaming that very loudly. Yes, this is something we do often. (laughs) I love... Money, and also spending it. <laughs> Who else hates the pores? Am I right? Ha 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 ha! Ha ha! Nouveau riche. 
<laughs> we all then get into uh, the Ginyu Force poses. <laughs> Jesus. Bell just looks yeah. confused. But he's we doing it. Great. He's like, this is what rich people on the surface do, right? I. We all shrug. That sounds about right. Sure. So, I guess we're just kind of waiting to get on and sort of like... Scoping out the other patrons, trying to see if we find any water gnosis. Alright, give me a perception check then, while you're here on the docks. I got a 22. 22? Um, from the looks of things, you don't see any, which seems strange. They're supposed to be here tonight, and your intel seems solid, but you don't see them waiting on the crew with the rest of the... uh rest of the patrons hmm all right well i'm sure we'll figure it out when we get there i mean they're also like a water ganasu so they might be like in the water <laughs> probably <laughs> maybe hmm. maybe hmm. i don't trust anything like that but we're going you know on the boat i guess when you when the um when the time begins for the crew to be let on a uh, woman dressed in kind of like this nice purple and red gown approaches at the crest of the ship um, where the board is being let out to let people board. She's got her arms held wide and she welcomes everyone aboard the Gilded Seahorse for a night of revelry and good fortune. Um, a few of the patrons on the desk on the um, docks quietly like golf clap. I also golf clap. Golf very clapping. polite, very yes. quiet. And then the crew starts being, or the guests start boarding the ship in like a tight line. And as they do, there are a couple of other staff members waiting for them on the ship. And it seems like they're actively searching the guests for weapons. Ooh. Because um, they are not allowed on the ship. Well, good thing they can't find mine. That's true. <laughs> Here's a summonable. But what are Belle and Jenny going to do about their gear? Um, I'm going to hide it underneath the boat. I'm going to take a quick swim. You're just jumping into the river? Yeah, well, first I go, it's so hot up here. And then I just dive. Oh, <laughs> I, you didn't tell us you were going to do that. <laughs> are you, okay. You dive into the river. Uh, the water is cold. Because it's still kind of like the, the winter months. Um, mm -hmm. Give me a perception check. That would be a 13. 13? So when you get down there, the water is kind of cloudy as kind of silt from the mountain is still rolling downstream here but as you peer underwater something curious catches your eye and it looks like attached to the bottom of the riverboat is a manta ray shaped wooden construct of some sort uh perhaps a submarine and as you're down there you can see kind of hovering near the top part of the submarine and below the bottom deck of the ship look like creatures that are intimately familiar to you um, because they are Sahuagin. They are kind of evil sea creatures with 
They're humanoids with like shark-like features. Um, and they seem to all be wearing a strange sort of uniform, which is uncommon for Sahuagin. Um, you get the impression that they are sort of defending this submarine of sorts from under the uh, waves. I So I know that they're not my friends. Oh, no. Right? Triton me- and Sahuagin uh, have been at each other's throats for a very long time. I'm going to immediately... Uh, you know that the the gif of Abe Simpson walking in immediately walking out? I do that with the water. Like it looks like the <laughs> footage is played in reverse the way I get out of the water. Uh hey, um hey everyone. Uh just so you know, uh there's some the submarine and some people who are not very friendly underneath there. My plan uh failed miserably. Oh, wow. I knew uh, it. So I'm going to take my trident head and try to turn it into a fancy necklace. Okay. <laughs> Give me a hmm. Oh. That might work. Or like a nice, like fashionable sash. Yeah. That'd be like a disguise sort of thing. Hmm. What kind of check should I do for that? Let's say Sleight of hand? Stealth? I would say deception. Mm. Oh. Okay. Let's be kissing the dice for all you audio <laughs> For good luck. That's a 16. 16? Oh. Total? Yeah, with and that's with my uh, subtraction of bad charisma. <laughs> oh, no. You do your best. Um, it seems pretty serviceable. Belle, what are you doing about your weapons? You typically carry a short sword, a dagger, and like a hand, hand crossbow, crossbow, right? Yeah. What are you thinking about doing with yours? Your arsenal. Well, are, what are they doing with the weapons they take? They're being confiscated. Yeah, but do you know, are they like throwing them overboard? Are they just taking them? It seems like they have a chest set aside, mm-hmm. and they are taking the few things they can find. Someone tried to roll up an armor, and he was turned away. Oh. Um, they are very strict, it seems, about no weapons or armor aboard the ship. However, there is a distinct... Uh, it is distinct to you that the staff member do not have to apply to that role. The staff are armed and armored, making sure that the guests are not. I walk up to them mm-hmm. and I say, oh yes, of course, I needed my weapons to protect my immense wealth by the time I got here. But like, it makes sense that you don't want weapons in here, so you may take them. Are you going to give them back? Is there like a voucher thing or? They write like, you a little like valet ticket. All right, cool. check. And they're just going to be in there in that safe thing you got over there the whole time? Uh, the woman who kind of greeted everyone aboard just nods politely. He's like, of course, we'll keep them under lock and key right, good, until the boat returns to port. These are very extremely expensive drow heirlooms. <laughs> so oh. I need to make sure that like I will get them by the end of the night and they will remain right there under your great care and protection. Oh, of course. See, what we do is we leave the chest here on the docks with a guard so that when the boat returns to dock here, 
everything is available for the team to return to you. All right, sounds good. I'll do it. And what do you leave with them? Everything but one crossbow. All right. How are you going to try and hide that on your person? I tie it into my cravat. It's a fashion statement. Give me a deception check or a stealth check if you're trying to hide it all together. Um, let's see. I'll do... Let's do stealth. You're trying to obscure it? Twenty-five. Twenty-five, that's pretty good. The guard gives their pat-down assessment of you once you've stored your gear. And it seems like they don't find it. Oh, actually, could I change it to my dagger? A knife instead? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the same concept. It's just like in the my big bow, essentially, around my neck. Totally. Part of my weird sheer thing. He probably is like, I don't want to stare at your chest too long. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it seems like you get through um, and they don't notice it. Hawari doesn't have any weapons on them. So you are admitted access easily enough. I don't think they really take much of anything from you, right? Because you don't have, like, supplementary gear. Nope. Nice. So you're Just at me, through, myself, and I. And then Jenny comes in next. And the guard gives you a once-over. Good evening! It seems like <laughs> they don't notice the trident head either. You've successfully disguised it in with your outfit. We're just so fashionable, you know. This is what high society looks like. This Take is, it in, boys. This is the peak of fashion. Is it, like, Jenny, like, all wet and soaked from jumping uh, in the water? A little bit. My my outfit, though, is actually, it's like, has that, like, uh, water run stuff on it, since it's, okay. I wore it to an underwater prom. Gotcha. So I'm, I'm equipped for that. Okay, good. I was very worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> It only enhances the look. Mm-hmm. True. Sh- shines a little more. <laughs> all right. I, we're all in. That was surprisingly easy. Good work, team. A little we worried and easy. So you guys make your way into the riverboat, and you're one of the last few groups of people to get on board, so a couple more following behind you. Everyone pays their entrance fee, and you pay the two... Um, the woman who greeted the team who deposits the money in a bag at her waist and the team gets aboard. The riverboat has a long flat deck. It's maybe, I'd say 30, 40 feet wide and about 150 feet long. It's a long, narrow boat. And there are all sorts of tables set up throughout that people are already sort of trying to find their way to. There is a bar set up at the back end where the riverboat house is. And then there is a sort of like a small building at the back of it that descends downward into the lower decks. You can see the oars kind of move into the proper position as the last few guests board the riverboat. And before long, you can see them all start rowing in unison as the boat takes like a slow, leisurely pace down the river as the sun starts to set and this kind of like golden sunset fills the sky. The team is here on the upper deck of the boat, open air, and there are fancy lanterns kind of strung throughout to kind of light the place while they're going. There are arrays of tables set up 
around a little kitchen and bar area where there are attractive dealers passing cards out to different players while onlookers kind of gawk. The um, the woman who took your entrance fee and kind of greeted you moves her way towards the back and starts to go towards that building area. And when she does, you see her remove her coat, revealing kind of like the, the back of her gown, which seems like it has snakes embroidered into it as she descends into the lower levels of the boat. Mm, creepy. The, um, the characters are kind of here. They've just entered. People are already starting to settle down at tables or at the bar to get themselves drinks. As the boat kind of leaves the dock behind, one of the guards is left behind with the chest of weapons. And um, that's where we're at. What's the team doing? I'm going to go schmooze. Okay. Yeah. I want to hit the tables. Are you schmoozing together or separately? We could probably. I would say let's do together at least for now so we kind of get into like a comfort zone because Mm -hmm. I feel like all three of us like separately, it might become a disaster (laughs) if we don't like feel the room a little bit. Totally. Well, we also all look so fancy and cool that like the power of all of us together will make us seem so fucking rad <laughs> I hope uh, that so. was jenny in character by the way <laughs> <laughs> all right i trust your judgment on that because i have no no clue when it comes to this kind of thing most people here are like actually like they have clothes on that's so weird it's true i want a Why cucumber water weird? i want a cucumber water i'm gonna go get one <laughs> You go to the bar and are served a cucumber water at an exorbitant price. Eh, it is what it is. I'm f- fancy. For just a cucumber water? Yeah. You I don't, don't want drink. any, like, St. Germain in there or something? I don't drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. If I drink alcohol, our, comp- our mission will be compromised. <laughs> Like immediately? Like probably immediately. Okay, let's try to avoid that. Unless we need like a distraction. (laughs) So I oh you will be distracted. Um so I'm going to scan the room Mm -hmm. and see if I see anyone like we do we know who what Orville looks like? You were given an illustration you took an illustration of him from the Arcane Brotherhood hideout. So you've got that. Does he look like Orville Redenbacher? The popcorn man. The popcorn man. Not quite. Orville Redenbacher. He looks like a um. He's definitely an older gentleman. Uh, he's like a lord of the city, kind of portly stature. Um, he's got some facial hair, but he's kind of balding on the top of his head. And in the illustration you have of him, he seems to be wearing some sort of like ornamental helmet, and oh. he has a very distinctive mustache. Oh, of course. Can I scan the room and see if I see anyone who looks like that? Absolutely. Give me a perception check. 19. You don't see him yet. Um, you feel like you got a pretty good view of the room, and it seems like he's not I'm quite I'm leaning present. against the bar with my cucumber water. It, for the exorbitant price it is, it better be like a sparkling water. Oh, yeah. Good. It glistens. And the glass here, <laughs> and has like, the glass is like a... Uh, like a mother of pearl rim. Oh, nice. Oh. Very fancy. That's worth the 
money, not really, but still very nice. <laughs> any water ganassi or whatever? You don't see any yet. Um, you're keeping an eye out for them both because you have an illustration of them both. Yeah, well, here. I do know from Miss Jewel Shard that there's a submarine in the bottom and mm-hmm. the weird lady went downstairs, which I'm assuming is off limits to guests. When you take a look over there, it seems like the entryway downstairs is, it's not blocked or anything. They don't have a, a chain or even a door, really. It's just kind of an entryway that goes kind of to a darker corridor. Um, we should follow her. Or I can follow yeah. her. I can follow her. Okay. I'm going to follow her. All right. You make your way past, and as you do, just a quick note for the rest of the players in the area, a lot of the tables are starting to fill up, people sitting down to play, but there are a few tables still open. The three tables that are open, uh, the groups of people sitting at them, one of them seems like it has... um. It looks like almost they're members of like an orc raiding band that are stuffed into fancy clothes that are a little too tight for them. <laughs> uh, another group has a pair of tieflings dressed in uh, the clothing you would assume from like a southern nation of Kalimshan. They kind of have like a like a an Arabian Nights vibe to them as they're sitting down mm. to play cards with each other. They're talking loudly amongst themselves as they get excited about their next hand. And across from them, at another open table, look like stuffy elven dignitaries who barely talk to each other as they play cards almost with mathematic precision. Um, And you're kind of striding past these groups on your way to this open corridor that leads downstairs to the lower areas. And as you do... Um, a guard who's leaning next to the door, but not blocking it, sees you and kind of like um, holds out his hand kind of casually. He's like, hold on. Yes. Who are you? My name's Flip Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Flip Die Hard. <laughs> I'm very important in the drow trading society. I haven't seen you around before, Flip. I don't come to the surface much because, I mean, I'm a drow and I don't really like the surface that much. The whole sunlight sensitivity, women being scary up here as well as down there. Uh, The whole everyone being inferior to me thing. You know, just drow drow stuff. You got 20 golden seahorses? That's the entry for you to go down. Oh, is that like the high roller area? Someone who's so fancy in high society sure don't know a lot about our facility here. I'm fancy in high society in drow society. We're different. It's like a different thing. Oh, do you guys get into like blood and murder and stuff? Yeah, it's like pretty pretty hardcore down there. <laughs> you would probably wouldn't be able to handle it. Are you trying to intimidate him? Or are you just stating a fact? <laughs> I mean, I'm stating a fact, <laughs> but I could also intimidate him on the side. It's up to you. I think he would by default, in a way. Right. Let's, let's roll an intimidation check and see. Seventeen. It doesn't look like he buys it. Or, I shouldn't say he doesn't buy it. He doesn't look impressed. All right, that's He's cool. like, okay. So, I mean, all right. So explain to me then. Downstairs is for 
enriched patrons only. So I just need to win that money to get down there. Like golden seahorses are different than just gold. Yeah. He holds out like a, he shows you one, reaches into his bag and pulls one out. And it it looks like a wooden token of sorts. Cheap enough and easy to replicate, but it looks like it has like a golden seahorse stamped on it. Um, It's about the size of a poker chip. He's like, we play here with these. And we cash them in for money at the end of the night. But downstairs, that's for our most distinguished players. Which, and he kind of puts it back into his bag. Clearly, you aren't. I mean, clearly you aren't either, because you're just the oh. guard <laughs> watching over it. But okay, I'm going to go now. Bye. <laughs> See you later, pal. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> And he, oh sta- he leans back against the doorframe, looks out to the river passing by. I walk back to the other two, and I'm like, so the weird lady went down there. That's like their high roller table. I feel like that's where all the good stuff is happening. The good stuff? So we should go down there, but we need to, like, get poker chips in order to do that. Or all we right. can cheat, but, like... It's up to y'all. I don't care either way. That guy was unimpressive, if I may say so. Yeah. <laughs> also, you can call me Flip Die Hard. Oh, I don't want to. So that's, like, guess, that's my I alias. Mr. Die Hard. Call me Mr. Die Hard. I'm here to win big. And I've I knew never your father, played Mr. Diehard Senior. I've never played poker in my life or any game ever. We don't play games in the Underdark. I don't know anything about them. Hmm. Well, I mean, we're just gonna have to give it a shot. If it goes disastrously, we can come up with another plan on the fly. I am willing to learn, and then I raise my cucumber, sparkling water. <laughs> wow, wow. Okay. Very enthusiastic. More enthusiastic than usual. I'm in character. Do you like it? Do you like Flip Die Hard's character? Uh, I'm impressed. I don't know if the other guy was, but I'm impressed. Cool. That's all that matters. I actually don't give a shit about any of this. <laughs> very. Wow. That's a very Flip Die Hard move. <laughs> I would say that you flipped personalities quite easily. That's what being... Being what we yeah, are is was, all about. Yeah, that was like a six out of ten. Uh, shall we? <laughs> shall we hit a table? Yeah, let's let's do that. Uh, this, this takes me back to my high school days of uh, throwing uh, shells in the schoolyard. Yeah, just throwing them. Yeah, that's what we. That's it's slang for gambling. Oh, oh, you used to gamble. Jenny, <laughs> yeah. Jenny, oh. Jenny, I am a hardcore gambler. I would uh, not quite swindle my classmates, but I definitely happened to be better than them when mm. it came to throwing shells. Is this true? Yes. I, hmm. I mean, I guess I believe it. I have no okay. other basis to assume. <laughs> All right, so then you should, since you actually know what you're kind of doing, you should go to a table where, like, this, you know, people tend to look like they're doing, like, more intensely. 
What table do you want to approach? It seems like every single table out here on the deck seems like it has six seats, one of which has an attractive dealer passing cards out. Attractive how? Explain. Kind of conventionally human attractive. Oh. Um, okay. I will also this nice, well kept, clean, friendly, like objectively hot people. Yeah. Is there any that aren't women? Oh yeah, there's a pretty even mix here. Okay, cool. I have to go to there's a some, table that doesn't have a woman. There's some sharp dressed gentlemen, some nice looking women. Uh, do do I uh, recognize any of the games being played? It seems like they're playing mostly card games. Um, I don't know if it would necessarily be something a Triton would have played because cards are kind of a hard thing to deal with underwater. Um, <laughs> but they're relatively common games if you've been hanging around on the surface for a bit. All right. Who um, looks like they're stupid or. <laughs> give me an insight check. <laughs> That's a 13. 11. On my end. 11? Mm-hmm. So the vibe you get. Um, the the orc war boss types seem like they're having a tough time figuring it out, but they seem like they don't quite understand exactly how the rules of the game are being played, but they're keeping that to themselves well enough. Excellent. I wish to go over there to them, because the, um, I also do not know the rules. <laughs> the, uh, the elven dignitaries are completely inscrutable. I don't like other elves, so, like... And the, um, the tieflings are... While they're loud and boisterous and enjoying themselves, they clearly have a pretty decent handle on the game, and they're even though they're just playing against each other, their hands are going back and forth. I'm going to go to the orcs, because I too don't know how the rules work. So there are two of them sitting at this table trying to play against each other, and then you sit down and take the third seat. There are two open seats. Do the rest of you want to sit down too? Or do you want to go to a different yeah. table? Let's let's all do like one game together first, I would say, and then we can split up from there. Okay. How do you feel about that? That's fine. Into it. I sit okay. and I'm like, "Hello, deal me in." The dealer's like, "The buy-in is two gold pieces to start." I'll put down three gold pieces. You put in three, and then she takes them and exchanges them for some of those. Uh, Gilded seahorse tokens. Nice. And you get like a decent stack of them. Um, the other two at the table re- look over to you. One of them kind of like nods his head. And the larger of the two, whose suit barely fits him, reaches over to shake your hand. And says, hello, good sir. I take it. My name is Gruck Big Skull. Hi, I'm Flip Diehard. <laughs> nice to meet you, Flip. Nice to meet you. Uh, what was it again? Gruck. Gruck. Gruck Big Skull. Nice to meet you, Gruck Big Skull. You do have a big skull. It's very imposing. Thanks. It's like my whole deal. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> I'm all such. about it. You have a kind of small skull, but... I'm very small in general. I've been trying to teach myself not to judge. It's okay. People <laughs> judge me normally anyway. This is my friend, uh... Arcades the Loud. <laughs> Are you loud? Not anymore. Oh. Well, that's fine. You don't have to be loud. Arcades kind of looks dejected. He's like, lost his tongue in a raid recently. We're trying to win him a new one tonight. Well, to be honest, a tongue isn't such a terrible thing to lose. You could lose your life. See, that's what I've been trying to tell him. 
he could benefit from your perspective on things, Flit. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just a man of the people, so. <laughs> <laughs> they turn to the rest of you sitting down at the table. They're like, greeting, I'm, I'm Gruck Big Skull, and this is Arcades the Loud. H- Hello, I'm Bobson Dugnut the Third. <laughs> Nice so to meet you, Bobson. Call, call me Bob. Dugson was my father. <laughs> is that a is that a northern name? Yes. Ah, see, I told you. Told told me what? I was talking to Arcades. He didn't believe me about all the northern naming conventions, but I was trying to like tell him that I know more than I look, and he you know he just doesn't buy it. He kind of gives me that nasty look that he does. You'll get to know him soon enough. Anyways. <laughs> It's nice to meet you, Bobson. Nice to meet you, too, Mr. Big Skull. I, I see your name is well-deserved. <laughs> Thanks. I'm a big fan of my Big Skull. And he re- he looks over at Jenny, and he kind of, like, nods his head, and he's like, So, nice to meet you. My name is Gruck Big uh, Skull, but you probably heard that twice already. I I sure have, Mr. Big Skull. I'm, I'm Jenny... Um... Jenny, that's okay. Sometimes I, I forget my looking, last name too. Jenny, um, Crystal, uh, Chunk. Jenny Crystal Chunk. <laughs> Hi. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> I'm from un up in the clouds, the wet clouds. Mm-hmm. I'm a sky being. <laughs> is that so? Sure. Is Mr. Big Skull? We have uh, s- no, uh, many skulls up there. I'm a, I'm considered a big skull among my cloud people. Listen, it's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to fluff it up for me. I'm already kind of uncomfortable enough as it is up here. Oh, why I'm is that? so sorry. This isn't really my jam. Arcadies picked out the soup for me, but it doesn't really fit me that well. Why are you here then? Just like for fun, or I'm trying to raise money to get him a new tongue. Oh yeah, true. You're trying to get him a new tongue. That makes sense. Anyway, let's play some card games because I love to play card games. Personally <laughs> <All right>. speaking, <laughs> including this one, which is one of my favorites. But for maybe my two compatriots, you could explain the rules to them because they don't know it as well as I do. So the the dealer starts to deal out the cards for you and starts to explain you the rules of the game. For our purposes, and us rolling dice back here behind the table, um, I'm just going to have each of you roll 2d6 and kind of mark down what your higher number is. And then I'll have you do... Insight checks or deception checks to see how well you can hide or determine how good someone else's hand is. Do I have to hide it from you then? That's okay. (laughs) Hiding it from you. He can know. Okay. Um, It's just the higher you get, the better it is. And do we tell you that now? Yeah, roll that first for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I rolled the two two d six, and my highest is a four. You got a four total. Oh wait, total? Yeah, I'll take the highest number. Oh uh, no, but uh, the total of both. Oh, oh. six, six. Okay, and then Hawari got a three. Three. What'd you get, Bell? Four. 
Four total? Okay. So you guys don't have great hands. Um, you look around the table after everything's been dealt, and everyone's trying to decide if I want to stay in or not. It looks like both of the two of them stay in. Hmm. And what is the, what am I trying to do for this game? You can decide if you want to try and do, if you want to try and bluff them into staying in. They'll each, um, there are two rounds, mm-hmm. and each round you'll roll another d6 and add it to what your total is, and they'll be betting between each round. Both of them okay. seem like they're staying in. Um, they could just kind of check and pass it to you. So, Belle, do you want to stay in? Do you want to raise your bet? Or do you want to fold? I'm going to stay in. Okay. Hawari, do you want to stay in, raise your bet, or fold? Or I guess, do you want to kind of check out the other players, see how they're feeling? Hmm, I think for now I'm going to fold. All right. So, Hawari folds out, and their money is back in the middle. Jenny, do you want to stay in, fold, or raise? I want to inspect the other players. All right, so give me an insight check. That's a solid five. All right. Five? Yup. Gruck Big Skull is inscrutable. Um, I'm... Arcades? (laughs) Looks like looks relatively confident. Can I do a per, what is it perception? Uh, it would be insight. Insight. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Insight if you're trying to check them out, and then you can do a deception if you want to try and bluff them. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, they both see. Gruck seems like he is. He's feeling okay about his. Arcadius thinks he's in a pretty good spot. All right, then I'll just I'll just stay in. I'm not going to increase my thing yet. Okay. So Hawari folds. Everyone else kind of st- checks. Then they go to the next round. So everyone but Hawari roll one more d6 and add it to your total. With that d6, that uh brings me up to an eleven. Okay. And what'd you get, Bell? Um. I just rolled one d6, right? Yeah, and then you add it to what you got before. I got an eight. So is it eight your total? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Jenny's is 11. So it goes around the table. Gruck raises the bet. So now you're up to four little tokens. Okay. Passes to Arcades, who calls it. So he stays in and raises back up. Bell, do you want to raise to where they're at, or do you want to back out? I'm going to back raise out higher. for now. So Bell folds. Mm-hmm. Jenny, do you want to stay in, or do you want to do you want to raise up to them or fold out? I'm going to raise on up to them. All right. Do you want to raise even higher? No, I just want to match it. All right. So you match it up to four, and then final uh, final dice. So roll one more. Okay. I'm at a solid 12 now. Nice. Gruck raises. So he's up to five. And then it passes to Arcades, who raises again up to six. Uh, Gruck thinks about it carefully and decides he wants to call it. So he goes up to six as well. Jenny, do you want to raise from four to six? 
You know it, baby. Do you want to raise higher? <laughs> nope. All right. <laughs> so you raise it up, and then all of them reveal their cards. Jenny, you got an 11 total? Or 12? Oh, 12. So you got 12. Gruck reveals his hand, and it's a total of 14. Mm. And then Arcades reveals his, and it's a total of 16. So he scoops up all the tokens. Wow. Uh, I turn to um, Balinhor, and I just go, I've never played this game. I'm not used to... What are these things that I'm holding? I think <laughs> they're called Kernels. They're cards, Cur- Miss Jewel Shard. Kernels? Kernels? They're cards, Cur- mi- cards Miss Jewel Shard. <sighs> Miss Jewel Shard, they're cards. Grux is like, Jewel Shard, what's that? Is like her nickname? Crystal Chunk. <laughs> Miss Crystal Chunk. I'm sorry, yeah, I have something in my throat, and then I just chug. <laughs> Give me a deception check. <laughs> Not gonna take that, because I fell off the table. Uh, deception. 22, how does that taste? Gruck wow, is uh, like, well, you should finish more of that water. Like some nasty nonsense in your throat. Yes. Miss Crystal Chunk, it is a card. Arcades oh. smiles. He looks uh, nervous, like he's kind of sweating, but he's like, accepts all of his tokens as they come back towards him. Let's play again. I still have yeah. tokens because I'd folded. Yes. Um, so let's do one more round. Everybody all roll right. your 2d6. Buy in at two. That's <clears throat> a solid. Four for me. I'm not rolling well. This Sorry. game is going very badly. <laughs> Bell, what'd you get? Two. Two. Hawari, what'd you get? Six. And Jenny, what'd you get? Four. All right. First round of betting goes, and we'll start again at you guys. So, Bell, what do you want to do? I'll go one more time. So, you're going to call? Mm hmm. Jenny, what do you want to do? Going to call. Uh, Hawari, what do you want to do? Same. All right. Arcades decides he he looks around the table and decides he wants to raise, and he puts in a third. Gruck decides he'll call that and wants to raise too. Bell, back to you. Do you want to call or do you want to kind of check him out? I'll check him out first. Okay, give me an insight check. Ten. Okay, it seems obvious to you that he's bluffing. Hmm. Then I will also... I will raise it. So you're going to go up to three, or do you want to go higher? I'll do three. Okay. Um, Then back to Jenny. Do you want to call it, or do you want to fold out? I'm going to raise. Two. Up to Uh, three, or do you want to go higher? Uh, I'm going to go up to five. Oh, so you raise up to five. Yep. All right. Now, Hawari, do you want to call from two up to five? Ooh. Oh, sorry. It was at two. I'm going to raise it up to only four then. Okay, so you go up to four. <laughs> Je- uh, Hawari, do you want to call it up to four? Um, not up to four. So you're going to fold um, out? Uh, actually, no. You know what? I'll call it. Yeah. All right. So you go up to four. Arcadius looks immediately flustered <laughs> and folds. Gruck kind of chastises him. He's like, ah, little baby, I'll meet you. And he goes up to 4-2. Uh, 
And now it's back to you, Bill. Do you want to call it back up to four or do you want to fold out? I'm going to call it, but I'm also going to have a brief look of concern on my face. Oh, like a fake. All right. So give me a deception check. Uh, my deception check is 22. Okay. It seems like you've deceived Gruck. So he kind of looks at you and he's like, oh, I feel in the heat, huh? Let's do one more. So roll one more D6. Okay. What'd you get, Bell? Um, or what's your new total? Five. All right. Hawari, uh, what's your new total? In total, I have 10. Okay. And what do you have, Jenny? I have eight. Okay. Um. Wait, no, nine. Sorry. The betting starts with Bell. You want to call, raise, or fold? I'm going to raise it by one. Raise by one? Okay, so it's up to five now. Uh, Hawari, or sorry, Jenny, do you want to meet it or fold or raise? I'll meet it. All right. Hawari, do you want to meet it, fold, or raise? I'm also going to meet it. All right. Gruck decides he'll also meet it, and he goes up to to five now everyone is set with that mm-hmm. and we roll the last one Let's see. i have eight eight what did you get jenny brings me up to 15 wow and what'd you get hawari i'm up to 13 now okay so, Belle, how do you want to play? I'm going to raise it again. Two. What are we at? Five? Five right now. Seven. All right, so you raise to seven. Um, Gruck looks surprised. He's like, oh, okay. But I still look concerned, like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, Jenny, what do you want to do? Do you want to meet seven? Uh- uh, my face reads like, like I kind of like roll my eyes at the seven and I just like bite my lip, sigh, and put in uh seven, yeah. Okay, so you meet it. Hawari, your teammate seems reluctant about going up. Where do you stand? I am going to meet it as well. Okay. Gruck looks around the table. Um... He does an insight check poorly, and he's like, ah, you know what? I think I see the direction this game is going in, and he raises it higher, up to eight. So, Belle, do you want to meet it at eight? I'll meet it at eight. Jenny, do you want to meet at eight? Another sigh, and I raise it to nine. Interesting. <laughs> Wowza. Hawari, how are you feeling? Do you want to go up from seven to nine? Oof. Yeah, I guess so. Gruck is excited. He's like, I love this kind of stuff. And he meets you at nine. So, Belle, last one. Do you want to raise it to nine or meet at nine or go even higher? I'll meet it at nine. All right. You meet at nine and then everyone reveals. Uh, Belle, what'd you get? I have an eight. Eight? (laughs) Jenny, what'd you get? I got 15. All right. And Hawari, what did you get? 13. Gruck reveals his cards and he also has a nine. So, (gasps) Jenny scoops it all up. See, this is what Bell was thinking. He mm-hmm. was like, I think one of us has a higher number. Yeah. So I don't care if I lose because regardless, we're all in this together. So if one of us wins, we all win. 
It's true. <laughs> Jenny puts it all into her pocket. <laughs> you guys play a couple more hands. Um, people with drinks start moving around the bars, passing by the tables for people to take cups off of. Do any of you take any? I don't. I'm like, is that cucumber water sparkling? It's champagne, sir. No. No, thank you. Um, Jenny takes one. like I, uh, So I'm going to grab one, but uh, at no point in the night will my lips actually touch that glass. <laughs> Just hold it. Uh, <laughs> a prop. I will maybe occasionally, like, like almost accidentally, like, spill some out of the cup into, like, a plant in the corner. But uh, I will never you just actually... launch them over the side it. of the boat every once in a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a like a true good intern. <laughs> um, I will go back to the I'm bar for more to... seltzer. So you're going back to the bar at some point? Mm-hmm. So after a couple of hands, the game go- kind of goes back and forth, but it seems like you and your team are kind of taking the better of it. And you excuse yourself to go to the bar. And as you sit down to at the table... Do you are you ordering just for yourself or are you getting something for the rest of the team? Do you guys want beverages? Well, I have already taken a glass of champagne from the person who came around because along with the armor of Agathis that came with my update, I also have the ability now to process alcoholic drinks. <gasps> so that came that in good? with my package with my upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so I can blend in better. It came for the new version of your uh, operating system. Exactly. So yes, I am already drinking a glass of champagne. So I'm good, but thank you. Alright, so you make uh, your way up to the bar. Um, and when you get there, the person working the counter kind of turns around, and when you see them, you recognize them instantly as Gyat, the water genasi. And he's like, what can I get for you, sir? I'm going to lean in mm-hmm. and act drunk. Give me a deception check. <laughs> Oh god, I'm rolling like dog shit <laughs> on my insight rolls today. Good. Um, twenty-two beats the hell out of my four. <laughs> so you're just acting like a sloshed, not clumsy... not crazy. No, no, no. Okay. Don't learn what I'm gonna do first. Okay, tell me. I lean in and I prop my my hand in my chin and I'm like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, pal, what can I uh, what can I get you today? I like really need some water right now. I can tell. Yeah, but like, what's your name? Me? Yeah, I'm Gat. That's like such a cool name. I know, right? <laughs> I've been thinking of. See, I was like nervous about it for a while because um, like some of my friends call me Gate, and I don't really like that. But yeah. I'm like trying to do this thing where I'm getting to like a new point in my life, and I'm trying to like. Elevate myself and be cool and strong and you're so be important. That's so funny and cool. Why is it funny? Like in like a fun, cool way. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah. yeah. It's really hot in here. I'm gonna take my suit jacket off. Yeah, totally. Want me to hold on <laughs> that for you? If you wouldn't mind. Absolutely. Here, hand it over. And he like reaches his hand over the table. I give it to him. He takes it from you and he kind of like tries it on. Because he's like a similar size to you. And he's like, hey, this is a pretty good fit. You mind if I hang on to this? Are you trying to flirt with me, Gyat? Maybe. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, like, what are you doing later after this? Me? Working? (laughs) Ah, you know. 
I don't really plan it that far ahead, you know? I kind of hear it on like a job. Live in the moment. That's so cool. I know. It's cool. So like, what do you do for a living? I'm like totally invested in everything you're saying to me. <laughs> <laughs> me, you know, I kind of work at the bar. um, trying like a mixology thing. I've been trying to like reconnect with my roots and like the plane of water and do some cool liquid based stuff. I like know a cool plane of water person. Oh yeah? Yeah, like you should like meet them. Are they like cool? Are they like he leans in and squints like are they like cool? Yes. <laughs> They're cool. <laughs> I mean not as like cool as like our conversation right now. But like it pretty oh pretty cool. So like we should hang out. Give me one more deception check. <laughs> Oh my god, Bell. A natural 20. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. I rolled like a decent insight that time, but it doesn't that, matter. It doesn't that beat that. Horny drow energy. <laughs> Big horny drow energy. He's like, all right, hell yeah. Huge. Listen, um, this cucumber water, this one's on me. Uh, where are you guys playing at? Are you guys over at the table with those two guys? And he kind of points to the rest of the, to your table where you came up from. Yes. You know what? Uh, finish cleaning those guys out. I'll take a seat next to you. Maybe you, you and uh, your crew can follow me downstairs later tonight. Oh, that would be so cool. Like, I like, really want to do that. That would be great. Yeah, like when my shift ends, I'm going to go downstairs. I've got like a, a thing set up with the owner. I'm going to like play a cool game. It's going to be pretty sweet. Oh, I love cool games, and you seem really cool, so, like, we should do that. I'm really cool. Yeah, like, so cool. Listen. Do you like my, like, see-through mesh top? I think it's pretty all right. I mean, like, I've seen a couple of things like that back home, but I think you make it work. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. All right, we're going to do that, so meet you later. We'll definitely be down there. It'll be, like, a date or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the D word, but okay. Yeah, whatever. It's cool. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And then I turn back, and then my face, which was completely neutral, Mm -hmm. just immediately turns into the sharpest frown. (laughs) 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 And I sit back down, and I'm like, we have our guy. And he is what uh what was happening over there? He's disgusting and I hate him and I can't wait to hopefully slaughter him later. <laughs> oh. Grux sitting next to you, he's like, Whoa, what are you talking about? In bed. Slaughter him <laughs> in bed. I was flirting. Uh Jenny blushes so hard. <laughs> Why don't yeah. I like I really I really like you, Grux, like I do, but like mind your business, I'm trying to smash right now listen man i'm taken (laughs) good keep it that way (laughs) love is a beautiful i don't know where all this aggression's coming from that's more my thing but i'm a drow it's not that hard i I don't think but it's great that you're in love keep it that way love is a beautiful thing or whatever um anyway (laughs) let's get back to this so the team plays a couple more rounds while you're playing, um, something catches your attention. It seems like one of the, at the, um, the elven dignitary table, they have kind of met up with another group of players, one of whom accuses them of cheating. And they start like a big scene. And before long, the woman in red with the snake dress comes back up 
and kind of assesses the scene. And when she makes a determination at a certain point, do you guys intervene or are you watching this happen? I mean, I don't want to intervene. What would I be intervening for? I just want to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's, let's start with minding our business. <laughs> yeah. I love minding my own business. I'll just get like an appetizer of minding our business. And then <laughs> how we feel. The argument kind of escalates. And when she approaches, she assesses the situation. Um, give me a perception check. And the whole team can do this. Wow. Ha ha, that's a 22. Hey. Wowza. Yeah. Um, I got 24. A, a solid three. I will <laughs> just say that Hawari is very uh, sensory overloaded because I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> So, Jenny and Belle, you notice that she does the somatic, like, hand components of some sort of spell. Um, what's on your spell list? On mine? My whole spell list? Um, trying to get up into my whole spell list, bro? Well, <laughs> well, now that you notice she's casting a spell, um, if you want, you can give me an arcana check to see if you know what kind of spell she's casting. I will do that. Give me an arcana check. Sounds like a last name. Eleven. Eleven? You're not certain. But she casts the spell. You don't see... You know she's casting one, and nothing erupts into fire or lightning or anything. So it's some sort of more subtle spell. Oh, it's probably some calm emotions bullshit. Um, She makes a determination and drags away the person who started the argument. And he is still, like, howling, drunk, screaming as she drags this person away down to the below decks. Oh. Who are they fighting against? What was happening? The elven dignitaries had set, or some people had joined their table. uh, And one of the people who joined them rattily accused them of cheating. Oh. Um, Elves are still at that table, the accused, while the person who started the argument was dragged away. Hmm. Well, well, how many chips do we have right now? After, through all your playing, you've racked up about like, I'll say like 15 to 20 each. So nice. we could just go down there at any point at this moment. It seems like you're just about there. Yeah. Well, we're also waiting so. for Giat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all going to go down there together, right? Yeah, I think so with him. Okay. If he, everybody, listen up real quick. If he, like, says anything about me talking to him, just, like, ignore it. Ignore it? Yeah, and just ignore me when I'm around him. Okay, so uh, that's going to be kind of hard. You're in my direct field of perception. I don't mean, like, ignore me like I'm not there. I mean, ignore what I'm doing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... The night rolls on, the sun has set, and the sky is dotted with stars as the boat kind of continues its leisurely crawl down the river. You meet, you reach kind of like a midpoint in the junction, and it starts to loop itself around in like a larger estuary to make its way back towards Yartar as you've kind of reached the halfway point in your journey. And when you do... Uh, Giat approaches your table now that uh, Grook and Arcades have left 
and he sits down in Grok's empty seat next to Bell. He's like, "Hey, gang, how's it going? My God, what are you guys up to tonight? I mean, waiting for you, obviously, because like (laughs) we want to be, we want to see like all the cool stuff. Oh, there's some rad stuff going on downstairs. Oh, I bet. He looks at the rest of you and he says, "So tell me about your friends." Uh, this is Bobson Dugnut the third. Nice. Hello. Is that Northern? Uh, yes. Nice. Right? I knew I you would so. I knew you would know that. I'm a man of culture, you I know? I know I can tell just by looking at you. Oh, see, I've been trying to like work on my personal brand. I'm glad it's working. <laughs> it's working so well. And this is Jenny Crystal Chunk. <laughs> Hello. Crystal Chunk. That's a, are you like half dwarf? Yes. Tall. I don't know. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I, I dig it. I uh, I just sent all my uh, 23andMe stuff out, and I haven't gotten it back yet, so I am unsure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a buddy of mine who did one of those. Found out he was actually from the Lower Plains. That's, like, wild. Whoa. That's so crazy. I, that'd be wow. so sick if that happens to me. Right? I yeah. think it'd be pretty cool. You know, because then it kind of, like, opens up new avenues for you and stuff. It's cool. It's cool. Anywho, um, I'm about to head downstairs to, like, the cool kid zone. You guys want to come with? Absolutely. You guys seem like cool sure. guys. Yeah. I mean. So do you. Yeah. You're really yeah. cool, too. Thanks, man. I mean, I hope so, because I've kind of been, like, working on it for a while, but. I can, I mean, I can, can't tell, because you're just doing it so flawlessly. It's, like, natural to you. I wouldn't have known unless you told me. So, <laughs> I know. That, right? Let's do it. I like you guys. You guys are neat. Let's get out. Let's get on down there. You you also seem neato. I turn to the two of them and I give them the most withering of looks. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that because of us or because of him? Because Because of him. <laughs> <laughs> I look at you like, uh, can you fucking believe this clown? Uh, I shrug back. Uh, Jenny misreads that and like, do, like her eyes go very wide. And her eyebrows do that, like, huh, huh? And I just like give the biggest like up and down nod of like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the team make their oh, way. We're so smooth. <laughs> the team make their way downstairs. The the doorman gives Bell a knowing kind of like glare, but when he pays the fee to get downstairs, he is allowed entry with the rest. And the team make their way down the stairs into the lower area. Um, there are few windows down here. It seems like there are tiny portcullises along the walls that kind of allow a very minor view of the river, but most of the area is lit by magical lanterns kind of hanging from the ceiling of the the deck area. Um, it is much darker down here. There are a few tables with different games, but Giat leads you and your team to a very particular large table in the back hall. Um, there's a door right behind it. And sitting at this table is someone you recognize as Lord Orville, sitting there with a live octopus crawling around on his shoulders like some sort of mm. strange boa necklace like an asshole yeah like an asshole <laughs> um there are a couple of associates sitting around him um 
dressed richly, but also kind of strangely. You didn't see these people on the dock with you while they were waiting to get on. Strange how? They, their clothes seem like they have almost a sort of religious vestments vibe, but very deliberately designed to appear wealthy. Like a chic cult kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. A lot of purples, a lot of greens, mother of pearl inlays on, like, the cufflinks and collar, things mm-hmm. like that. Weird. Yeah. A lot of uh, tie-dye and things to make it feel like a um, like a seafoam sort of deal. Well, Kraken society, they're all gaudy, I'm sure. It gives you a very undersea, like they're trying to go for that aesthetic. Probably incorrectly, and no one seems to get a better hold of that than Jenny, someone who actually lives in the ocean. (laughs) Is this offensive to Jenny? (laughs) It seems like someone's trying to kind of like get the vibe without understanding it fully. Uh, Jenny's face, like, remember how I was kind of like excited doing the ha-ha, uh, all emotion has left my face, and I am so not amused. Oh no, Jenny! Yeah. I'm sorry, Jenny. It's a very like, kind like a of um, smile. Poor imitation. It seems like they're trying to get the style of undersea culture, but they miss the point entirely. And it seems just kind oh. of like an ignorant caricature of it. In that case, do I look like the coolest fucking person there? Absolutely. True. They're they're enamored with your getup. They're like, wow, who, where'd you get that from? Who are you who wearing she? tonight? <laughs> who are you wearing? Ha, <laughs> <laughs> uh, made it myself. Oh, so you're you're uh, into fashion. You know it. I were not to brag where I come from, I'm a bit of a fashion icon. I don't know if you get uh magazines here. <laughs> <laughs> The Kraken Society members seem like they are enamored with Jenny. Oh, good. I mean, you know, she is an influencer. It's <laughs> wherever she's from, an so. Instagram influencer. Have you heard about Wave Festival? Stop! <laughs> 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 it's a scam. <laughs> a scam of the undersea. <laughs> we don't talk about it. it. Had nothing to do with it. I turned down their offer. Oh. Um, I'll have the entire table give me an insight check as they kind of take their seats around this this gambling ring. Oh hell yeah! Oh. That is that's a nineteen. I got a fifteen. A fifteen. Oh, Soft one. Uh, one. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh my god, my rolls are so bad today. <laughs> oh shit! That's actually a twenty-two for me. Um, I mean, 21. 21? Trying to get my muscles. It's, Jenny, it's all right. the alcohol. Jenny Kawari. notices it best. Um, there is a yeah. a strange tension between Orville and Gate as they approach. Gaiat. Gaiat, sorry. Gaiat. Gate. Yeah. That's what, he doesn't like being called Gate. It's true. His friends get it wrong all the time. Yeah, come on, Gray. He's trying to rebrand. Damn it. I know. You're, you're putting up, you're, you're giving us all this, like, lore <laughs> and backstory <laughs> And you can't even, like, keep it straight in your own head. I know. I'm a failure. You're a bad DM. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? God. You're a terrible oh. DM. Not even worth it. Um, the team sits down at the table. 
Um, there is a Jenny notices a deliberate and kind of palpable tension between Giat and Orville as they sit down to play. Um, and you notice it seems like the other people at this table have been playing for a little bit, and you immediately notice a distinct lack of uh, gilded seahorse chips on the table. Whatever they're playing for, something different. In fact, looking around, you don't really notice much of anything on the table beyond the cards who are being dealt out by the woman with the snake dress who admitted you to the t- uh, to the ship altogether. And hmm. Orville welcomes you to sit at his table and play a game. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I didn't catch your name. Di- uh, Flip Die Hard. Flip Die Hard? And what do you do, Flip? I am a drow merchant. Specializing in? Well, that might be considered illegal up here on the surface, so I'll just not say it just yet. You're among friends. But I understand the need for discretion. Yes, I would appreciate discretion in matters of business. After all, this is not a business meeting. This is pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) He looks to Hawari. And he kind of nods his head, waiting for you to introduce yourself to him. Um, Well, I am Bobson Dugna III. Is that Northern? And I'm... I'm sorry? Is that Northern? Yes, it, it is. Oh, I'm on a roll tonight. And what uh, do you do, Bobson? I'm between jobs right now. Uh, the world is a rough one out there right now. Keep yeah, your head you up know, and I'm you'll get back into to, it. Uh, to blow off some steam, you know, just trying to forget my worries with, here with, you know, my friends. That's always a great way to do it. And he well, kind of... That's why we're here. He kind of glares over at Jenny. As everyone else seems to be fawning over her outfit, he says, and what about you? The, what uh, brings you to my Jen- table tonight? Jen- Jenny Crystal Shard, I am an influencer, as you might have heard, or might have noticed, I don't really know. Uh, I'm here to play some card. Card. Cards? Cards. <laughs> <laughs> cards. And I just, like, look at, uh, uh, look around being like, Everyone agrees that we are playing cards. Yes. Cards we are playing. Yes. As well. Welcome you to my table. My name is Lord Orville the Fifth. I'm the owner of this establishment, the Gilded Seahorse. Welcome to my personal table. We're going to play a high stakes game of chance. I hope you're all ready, excited. To put a little more on the line for the future. I love gambling with my life because money isn't is just not enough <laughs> to do it anymore. Uh, what have you brought for wow, the table um, today? Uh, I have this really cool bead. Don't crack it though. And you put the bead of fireball on the table? Yeah. You roll the bead of fireball gently to the center of the table. And some of the more knowing people at the table kind of like, ooh, and odd. It's like, oh, okay. Bead of fireball. That's where we're going tonight. Okay. You never know when you have to kill yourself to keep (laughs) knowledge from being, you know, 
you know, it's very, if anyone has any secrets, it's good to like, just, you know, take yourself out if you, if you have any problems or, you know, you're stuck in a corner or whatever. So like, I mean, it's pretty cool, I guess. That seems pretty cool. Yeah. I have a lot of them from my mer- merchant days, <laughs> <laughs> my merchandising. Branded merch, <laughs> branded fireball mm. beads. Yes, that's. I mean, that's one thing I do as a merchant. But other things, not you know, like I said, business pleasure. Let's not mix them. One of them puts a kind of like writing whip on the table. He's like, "This is the. These are the keys to my personal lizard mount. I'll put that up to bet today." I go around the table putting strange things up for bet. One of them puts the live of one of their servants up into play. One of them oh. bets a gem that he claims contains the spirit of someone who owes him money. Puts that up to bet. That's pretty goth. Lord uh, Orville. Can I do an inside check on that one? <laughs> Lord Orville puts up the deed to an empty building in town. And then he glances to Hawari and is like, and what do you have for us today? Uh, wow. I don't think I have anything. <laughs> do we have anything else to bet? <laughs> okay, you know what? You've got something always available. I... Is this cube of adamantium worth anything? If you say it, you can bluff it. Just say lie. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this really special cube of special material oh my god is that a mathematically perfect cube that's so yeah you that's crazy and what is it you got good eyes there now what does it do what's so um, special about this cube why is it worth the same it, as the deed to my property or the life of their servant it's a symbol of status you you really can't go any higher than that <laughs> if you're from the north I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying this from my mer- my merching days. Mm-hmm. Having this in the north is like, whoa! Like, like if you have deal. it, like it's a big deal. Like you're gonna get into like the best hotels. I almost said brothels. I mean, if that's your thing too. <laughs> so <laughs> you can get so like a VIP give all me, access. Give Cute. me a deception check uh, with advantage because Bell is helping you out. Yeah, like, people in the North love these mathematically perfect cubes. Wow. One second. That's a good Um, one. I got a 20 with my uh, modifier. It looks like the team buys it. They're like, okay, satisfied with that. And then, Jenny, what are you answering that? I'm trying to think what I have, because I sure as fuck ain't betting my trident. Uh, Not that. Uh, I take out a very... Very beaten up copy of uh, my own notebook mm-hmm. that says Jenny Jewel Shard's actual guide to monsters. Yeah, and I put it on the table. I go like, this contains so many secrets that the world it's unpublished. It's a manuscript. Uh, these, you know, seems like some people here might be interested in learning what secrets lurk in this world. Oh. Be careful of at night. Some of them, like, ask you, it's like, oh, is that, like, and they, like, wh- lean in close and whisper, like, is that a blackmail book? Sure, let's go with that, yeah. 
the the last person who antes up sitting next to Bell is Giat, and he says, "You guys are gonna love this." Came across this on the way over here, and he reaches into his pocket and he chunks puts down on the table a fist sized chunk of glistening red crystal. There it is. Thanks for listening to this episode of 20-Sided Spies. We hope this mission report has proved useful. Further reports become available every other Tuesday, so stay tuned. If you need further information, including other mission logs, agent profiles, and more, infiltrate our website at spiescast.com and find us on Twitter at 20-Sided Spy. And please, before you go, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. It really helps us grow, and we appreciate it a lot. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.